All right, everyone, we'd like to welcome to the program a special guest, the director of golf at Goose Creek Golf Club, Ross Fisher. Thanks for joining, Ross. How's it going, dude? Awesome. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Yeah, you got it. It's uh, awesome to have you on. We've uh, gotten to know each other in the past few months. I actually, you know, failed to mention in your intro that in addition to your role as director of golf, you're also um, owner and operator of the facility in Europa Valley. So, you know, given that you're a PJ professional, how did you get involved on the ownership side of things? You know, everybody, as you get into any industry you have, you have a you have a mentor. So just fortunate enough to have someone such as that. And so my mentor in the in the business, another PJ member named J.D. Ebersberger, who is one of our partners here also, and uh, just fortunate enough to work with him some in Hawaii on some uh, starting up a brand new golf course out there at the Mauna Kea Resort called the Hapuna Prince and kind of getting a you know a start in that side of the business and you know given the opportunity to come here and just the other partners the original landowners and the people that uh, own the property here where Goose Creek was prior to being a golf course and uh, just you know thankful for those things and once you have that opportunity just being able to take advantage of it yeah so I guess you know when you're quote-unquote shopping for a golf course i mean were you and your partners out there actively looking for land or you know previous golf courses that were for sale i guess you know what are you looking for when you're out there when you're out there searching yeah this particular one the the our partners here the kramer family um just wonderful group of people had always wanted to do one and just kind of uh you know small world story J.D. Ebersberger was doing the Palms out in La Quinta Country Club, and the landowner of that had known Mr. Kramer here and said, oh, if you need somebody to help you do the golf portion of it, we've got the guys. And so it's just kind of the right place, right time. But again, you know, being able to take advantage of it. But as you do a golf project, you know, obviously land and having enough land, enough safe land, and, and water is the big the big thing. You know, as you kind of see the big right. golf boom that happened in Southern California you know, 15, 20 years ago was really driven by real estate. And those golf courses were an amenity to real estate, not necessarily developed as a standalone golf business. So that's where we're a little bit different. You know, we're we're kind of a, even our own water company or we make our own drinking water. We have our own wells to irrigate with. So just uh, knowing that we were just going to be golf and just, you know, it's kind of why it's called Goose Creek Golf Club, even though it's not you know, it's not a private golf course. It's uh, open to the public. We want to try to have that feeling of just golf and being able to create a consistent product for our consumer. So that was just wide open land before you guys got your hands on it. You built you built the golf course from scratch. Yeah, this was was all ag land down here. So there was an egg ranch, a chicken, you know, egg ranch, and um, a portion of it was also part of a dairy. So it was all ag land down here, uh, right by the Santa Ana River. So yeah, just starting, starting from scratch, dealing with, uh, you know, some pretty basic topography and some great sandy soil, and it was a, that's a pretty fun, easy build. Terrific. Yeah, and you know, you guys have turned into one of the most successful daily fee golf courses in the Southland. Um, if you were to pick out a few things, you know, what what are the secrets to running such a respected public track that you guys have down there? Yeah, thanks for saying that. It's you know, I, I think as you start a development and knowing that, you know, this is a for-profit golf course, you know, standalone business, nothing else driving any revenue. And so having a plan before you start and being able to stick to that plan and knowing that things, you know, obviously things come up and you make some slight adjustments to it. 
But our particular success here is just kind of based on consistency and that consistency of the condition that you're going to get to and a consistency and pace of play. You know, pace of play is so important. We try to build a golf course that you can get around in four hours or less. Mm -hmm. And so we try to be real consistent with enforcing that pace of play. And so, you know, the, the golfer is going to come out and appreciate that, you know, um, here in Southern California, you know, we all drive quite a long way. So the consumer probably, you know, doesn't live right down the road too often. So if they drove 30 minutes to get here, you want to make sure they're not waiting 30 minutes on the golf course type of thing. So pace of play, consistent, um, conditions and, a consistent smile how you doing when you show up it's pretty simple yeah that's a that's a pretty big trio right there and you guys do it well um you know and transitioning a little bit to you know the current environment you know golf has been i think extremely lucky during this covid crisis just you know being able to be outdoors and you know being one of the first recreational activities that was reintroduced obviously there's limitations that come with a global pandemic but you know how have you guys um you know, weathered the storm, and how has your facility fared throughout the past few months? Yeah, it has been quite a bit different, hasn't it? And we feel extremely fortunate for our industry to be, you know, pretty healthy and healthy across the country. So those are kind of things that we enjoy seeing, you know, wanting to see the entire industry do well, and that just kind of helps everyone. So here, you know, we we started off pretty slowly as it opened back up, and we really tried to to be as safe as we could and just kind of let the numbers speak for themselves. And in terms of, you know, any virus activity that was happening within the community and seeing that as we, you know, were able to just ramp up a little bit, a little bit quicker and a little bit slower than maybe some other properties did, you know, we're, uh, you know, again, just a golf course business as we talked about here and, and being financially sound didn't have to reach for every single dollar to be made. You know, obviously we lost a whole month there being closed. Um, but that was definitely understandable as we kind of understood, you know, on the private side and the public side of kind of trying to get our minds around what, what this pandemic entailed. Uh, so, yep. you know, just being, being extremely thoughtful of our consumer, um, giving them a, a nice place to recreate and understanding that that's what they're doing. They're trying to maybe get away from certain things in the world and come out here and recreate and give them a fun experience and make that experience as safe as we can. So, you know, just like everyone's doing and great leadership with our golf associations, you know, Southern California Golf Association, Southern California um, PGA, just, you know, being great resources for all of our different facilities here and helping set a lot of these guidelines uh, so that we can do this safely. And I think we've proven as an industry that that we can be a very safe and healthy um, recreation point for people to enjoy. Yeah, I agree. I think that has been proven as well. So, you know, over the years, it seems Goose has become a hotbed for some of the area's top talent. Um, you know, past SCJ amateur champion, Sahith Gala, uh, you know, Pepperdine star, William Mao, both practice there regularly. Um, you know, in addition, in addition to um, professionals, Hao Tong Lee, who actually led the PGA Championship for a little bit this year, not to mention uh, Lorena Ochoa, who has an academy on site. Uh, so what about your facility really attracts these type of great players? I think just a little bit of that consistentness that we have and our practice facility. You know, you don't get that too often. We have a big grass driving range with nice golf balls, different 
chipping and pitching greens and putting greens. So, you know, within the area, if you really want to come and work on your on your golf game, this is the kind of place to do it, whether you just want to figure it out on your own or use our Goose Golf Academy to kind of help you do that. But, yeah, I mean, it's 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 just been a, a blast to see some of the people grow up here. You know, you mentioned some of the highlights. Another one would be Jane Park, who won the U.S. Amateur, went on to UCLA, and has been a LPGA professional for, you know, a decade and a half and just a wonderful person. Brendan Steele, you know, kind of grew up out here. And, and now another guy, another SCGA past champion would be Rico Hoy. So uh, it's it's just a lot of fun to see these guys. And I think it's fun for our consumers that come out here quite often and, and see them too. And it's um, it's just been, been a to see the success that comes out of here. And if we can be a little part of that, then we just truly treasure that. Yeah, and, you know, specific, I know you and I have, have talked about it a little bit, but it seems like you and Hao Tong have a very special relationship. Um, it almost feels like you're a bit of a, you know, a father figure to him. Can you explain how that relationship came about? I guess if anybody's had the opportunity to meet him, he's, he's a very unique and extremely outgoing person. I mean, just, just a great guy and, and always wanting to, to joke around. So I think probably anybody that he comes in contact with is going to have that similar type of relationship as he comes you know uh he's his sister lives local here in the southland so when he's in town traveling he loves to come out here and just be able to get his work in uh but i think just you know i I think those guys appreciate being treated just as anyone else you know not giving any more not giving any less you know just come out and and just feel like a a normal golfer and, and kind of enjoy it and that's that's kind of what we give to people. You know, everybody, you can have that. And you have a guy who's a world-class player on the range, or you might have somebody who's, you know, trying to break 90 for the first time or whatever it is. So it's it's a pretty neat, eclectic group of people that, that come out and visit the Goose. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, and, you know, we, we spent a lot of time out there a few months ago where we, we held the uh, first-ever combined SCJ amateur and women's amateur events. Um, at Goose. So we had both the males and the females going off at the same time. It was, uh, you know, from our perspective, an absolute whirlwind of a week, uh, logistically, specifically for our championships and golf operations team. So how was that week, you know, on your end of, of the stick? You know, how was that for your team? And have you ever had that much competitive play going on at one time during a four-day span? That's probably about it. We did host the Champions Tour Qualifying School, which would be, you know, less people, but still just, you know, in terms of operating it from a maintenance and a golf operation side, it would be about the same amount of of effort to get make sure that the facility is in shape. But, uh, you know, th- those are the things that we love doing. And those, you know, obviously hosting those events, as you're aware, we do so many of the SCGA events and USGA events, and, and those are really the you know, types of events that that we treasure doing. You know, it is a lot of effort, but if we can give people, you know, within our community that sense of a championship being held and whatever part we can do in that, whether we're doing some extra mowing or changing the course setup a little bit in conjunction with the, the tournament chairman. So those are things we like to do, and, and hopefully it's appreciated. Yeah, I know. It was a terrific experience, both um... – you know, from the competitor's viewpoint, and then obviously from ours as well, it was a perfect place to run it. And, uh, you know, both of those championships came down to the final hole, which is 
wide we considered probably the toughest finishing hole in Southern California, um, at least, you know, for, for public course, as far as public courses go. So, you know, what about that 18th hole, long dog leg par, par four with uh, water lurking on the right? What makes that, you know, such a beast? Yeah, the probably the fact that it is the last hole. <laughs> Obviously, if you're playing yeah, that thing, right. you start off on the sixth or something, you're going to recover, but you know that's it. Um, you know, it's it's you know our golf courses. People that have the chance to play it or haven't. You know, it's it's you know pretty open parkland golf course, and you have an opportunity to be aggressive in certain spots and have a lot of wedges. And then you come to you know the 465 yard par four, usually back into the wind, blowing you right into the face there. So it's it's you know. If you're going to win a championship or you're going to – the different qualifiers we have in a playoff, you, you know, once you get through that, if you succeeded, then you really know you earned it. There was nothing easy about this golf hole. You know, the tee ball is not an easy tee ball, and then the second shot even gets a little bit harder. So I think that's that's kind of it. There's no let-up in the hole. You know, you have to hit two solid shots to have a chance, and, and you know, you could see how they how played in the championship or even, you know, on the men's side where – it was the end of a three-hole playoff, and the eventual winner actually made a birdie there to win it. Yeah, Luke Potter drained a, about a 20-footer, which was uh, wild to see. And, yeah, he became the youngest FCJ amateur champion right there on uh, the 18th yeah. grade of Goose. And I think that's yep. the hole. You know, it's just right in front of you. There's nothing tricked out about it. And if you can go and make a three or make a birdie on that hole to win a championship, then there's no doubt you deserved it and you earned it. So that's probably the great thing about the golf hole. Yeah, hundred percent. So, you know, we, we've talked about it a little bit. Um, and you know, this might be hard for you to put a finger on a single redeeming quality of goose Creek, but you know, what do you think overall, you know, why should folks come, come down to the uh, inland empire there and why should they make the venture out to check out the goose? Yeah, as we talked a little bit, you know, it's just going to be a consistent experience for you. You know, if you like to play fast, this is the place to do it. If you like good, consistent conditions, this is it. You know, we're going to be up front with you when we're doing any maintenance or anything, and uh, you're going to find it's just a good challenge, uh, and it's also going to be a fun golf course. You know, our goal in creating this golf course was real simple. It's uh, a hard par, easy bogey mindset. So if you're an 18 handicap out here, you know you're gonna you're gonna end up making quite a few bogeys and slide a par in there, and you might have some of your best rounds. And then if you're the scratch golfers or even the championship guys in some of these events we have, you're always typically you'll look back at a round of golf and say, boy, I should have done a lot better here because it just feels like you have so many opportunities. So it's it's a fun experience. You get to use just about every club in your bag when you come out here, and you know I think that's really what's attracted people to it. It's 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 just so consistent what you're going to get condition and pace of play. And, uh, you know, again, the golf course isn't tricked up. It's, uh, right in front of you and pretty easy to tell what you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I can speak to that. It's consistently one of, uh, one of my favorite places to come out to. It's like you said, it's right there in front of you. It's a wonderful experience. So if anybody hasn't uh, taken the chance to head out to Goose Creek, I, uh, certainly urge you to to do that and say hello to ross when you uh when you head inside for a breakfast burrito from his wonderful wife and staff there you go that's awesome yeah we look forward to seeing anybody all right well thanks uh thanks ross i think that does it for this session of quarantine chronicles so thanks again for the time and uh you know stay safe we'll see you soon all right appreciate it you too thanks 
Take care.